Love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. What lies do you believe about love? I'm Zara Hairston, an author, relationship, and mindset coach who helps those mistreated and struggling with toxic attachments to set boundaries in unhealthy areas so they can maintain their personalized emotional growth goals. Welcome to my podcast, What Kind of Love Is This?, where I uncover common deceptions that lead us to accept what isn't even love. Brought to you by ZaraHairston.com. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling or therapy. It is intended for informational purposes only. Hey, Truth Tribe. Did you live in love in the whole truth and nothing but the truth since we last talked? Welcome back to a new week. Time to get free from toxic and stay free from toxic. So in this new week, I want you to find some motivation to move forward stronger or try again if that was not the case since the last episode. We're back today with a brand new episode, finalizing the abuse series. And remember, all new episodes release on the second and fourth Sunday of each month. Plus, we talk about these episodes in real time via the What Kind of Love Is This After Show Live, which you can catch every fourth Sunday. So we have one coming up this Sunday if you're listening to this in real time at 1.30 Eastern time on my YouTube channel. Uh, so please write down your questions and contributions when you listen to the month's episodes. There's only two because it's uh, the second and fourth uh, Friday. I'm sorry. It used to be Friday. It's Sunday now. The second and fourth Sunday of each month. So that's two episodes. And on that last Sunday at 1.30 Eastern on my YouTube channel, we talk about both episodes live So subscribe to my email and YouTube for notifications to discuss those episodes with everyone else that listens. Uh, Maybe not everyone else because everyone is not on YouTube. So for those of you that are on YouTube or if you're not on YouTube, go ahead over there and join us every fourth Sunday of the month. You can find the links to subscribe on YouTube and to my email list in the description to this episode. Speaking of that the links. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to briefly address that I did find out for some reason, some invalid characters were being somehow added to my YouTube video description links. So if I have a video on YouTube and I say, go check out the um, link in the description in that description box within YouTube, if you click on the link, Some people were saying the link's not working and link's not working. And I'm looking at the address and I'm like, that's the address. So I guess it's fine. Maybe it's something wrong with their computer. No, I wasn't clicking it. So I went and clicked on it and it came up and YouTube just added characters to the end of the web address that are not there. Don't know why it's doing that. But some of you brought that up to me again and were saying you weren't able to access the link. So I believe I fixed it now by just wiping out the box and repasting it into like the last few videos. I wasn't able to go back and do that for every video, but the last few videos I did. But 
subscribe to my email list and note that you can always visit my website at DaraHarrison.com. I try to send emails out when I um, drop new videos for what kind of love is this or podcast. And when you go into the links to those posts that take you to my website, the links work there. So if you have an issue, make sure you're on my website. I'm sorry, my email list. And you can just use the links from there or just visit DaraHarrison.com and go to the blog section to check out the links. Or you can also leave a comment on this specific YouTube video and I'll do my best to reply with a copy paste of the link to see if that works. You can also just check when you click the link to make sure there's no invalid characters at the end of the address, just delete those invalid characters. It was just some weird character symbols. Delete that and see if the page comes up. But I, I have no idea what that is. I don't know why it's doing that. And, um, you know, hopefully those little ideas will help you out. Now, the lie we're going to continue to deal with in this series is that's not really abuse. And this is part four, emotional abuse. People love to say that ain't that ain't abuse. That ain't no serious abuse. Um. And this is the fourth and final episode in this four part series on abuse. Before we get into emotional abuse, I want to make mention that abuse is more than just physical. And I want to revisit that idea. So, so far in part one, we talked about the fact that abuse in general, generally speaking, is a pattern of behavior where someone uses things like intimidation, manipulation, violence, fear, or other mistreatment to control another person. Then in part two, we discussed spiritual abuse. When someone uses Yah or his word or religion to control or manipulate you and how that often goes unnoticed that spiritual abuse because spiritual abusers masterfully conceal sin and trick people into believing they are exceptionally righteous when they are actually just unrepentant sinners governed by self as opposed to yeah after that in part three we talked about narcissistic abuse which we said does not just stem from what we recognize as a narcissist, but also from a reprobate mind. And that we must be even more conscious of the very real dangers that a reprobate mind poses. So go back and listen to part one, two, and three before you get into part four because it was a buildup to bring you to where we are in this final series episode. And now finally, let's discuss part four, emotional abuse. Emotional abuse is a silent killer of your actual soul. So we should treat it like it's just as dangerous, if not more than physical abuse. By the time I get to the end of this episode, that must make sense that abuse is a silent killer of your actual soul let's define emotional abuse first before we you know get into some examples and stuff like that and i want you to remember that emotional abuse is not exclusive to a spouse or romantic relationship 
You can be abused at work. You can be abused by a sibling. You can be abused by a emotionally abused by a parent, emotionally abused by a friend, emotionally abused by a extended family member, an aunt, an uncle, a cousin. Emotional abuse is not just within like, you know, romantic relationships. So when you listen to any of these episodes, do not think that I'm only talking about romantic relationships. It spans across any type of relationship. And emotional abuse includes anyone who verbally assaults, chronically rejects, and constantly gaslights you. I've talked about being gaslit so, 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 so many times for years. But if you are new, for someone to gaslight you, it is to give you a really quick snapshot is to cause you to question your own reality and sanity. Like they, they play this game that makes you think you're crazy for what you actually see as if you don't see it. And if you see it, you're crazy, but they're making you that way. Gaslit. Anyone who does those things is emotionally abusing you. So let's go through a few examples and these are not all inclusive. I mean, examples could go on for days. The stories of people who experience emotional abuse, including myself. But I'm just going to go through some so that I can give you a picture to help you identify emotional abuse more clearly. Keeping in mind that many of us might do some of these things some of the time. However, when it's a consistent pattern and cycle, it's staying the same or getting worse over time and someone is unrepentant about these actions, it's abuse. It's not a mistake. It's not an accident. It's not, um, you know, they don't really know. It's abuse. Example one, they lie to you constantly. That's why Yah says he hates a liar because it causes so much damage. It causes the world to shift and warp. We don't know what's real and what isn't anymore because the lie, the tagline of what kind of love is, is love doesn't lie or make you live one. You start living a lie when someone constantly lies to you and you accept it. So an example of emotional abuse is someone constantly lying to you. Yes, they're emotionally abusing you. And when we get into the emotions behind um, abuse and emotional abuse, that will make more sense. How lying to you constantly can actually abuse you emotionally. A second example, they coerce you to do things you don't want to do. So for example, you don't want to have sex as a wife. Because you're constantly lying. You're constantly mistreating, mishandling me. You're constantly 
uh, letting me down. You're constantly sinning against me, but then you're trying to coerce me to have sex with you because the Bible says not to withhold my body from you is how you're, is how this abuser is giving this thing off, how you're flipping this, the scripture. Um, they're emotionally abusing you. No one should have to be coerced into doing something. When someone coerces you into doing something, they're trying to force you. They're pressuring you. They're strong arming you. They're intimidating you. They're bullying you into doing something, keyword, that you don't want to do. They're emotionally abusing you when they do that. Another example, they order you around with verbal threats or shaming. Go do this. Go do that. I'm coming home. I want this done by this time. Go uh, set this up in five seconds. The company is coming over. We're doing it. And they're just ordering you around as if you don't have a life. They're not considerate of your time, your schedule, of you. They're just not considerate of you. And when you don't abide by their orders, they start to threaten you with things like, you know, money. I'm not, I'm withholding money from you. I'm not giving you access to the money. Um, I'm, I'm a, uh, take the car from you. Um, they shame you, embarrass you in front of people, all kind of things because you won't obey their orders as if you're a dog. They're emotionally abusing you. Another example is they repeatedly deny your reality, which is gaslighting. And they do that by mocking your reality. Oh, God, that is not, oh, that's so dumb. You really going to sit here and try to say I'm doing that? Oh, my, oh, my gosh, that's dumb. That, that is ridiculous. They laugh about it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, right. You're hurt. You're hurt. You're the one that's hurt. They shame you for the reality. Oh, come on, man. You got to grow up. You got to grow. That's immature. You, 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 you need to learn how to love more. You, you got, see, it's about love. You got love more, man. You come. You, I'm telling you, man, you ain't got no heart. I don't, I don't see the fruit of the spirit in you by not, you know, allowing me to do this shaming you for it your reality using it against you yeah yeah okay you know better but the last time you so-called knew better this is what happened so you want me to believe you now and they didn't already done twisted that whole thing up so they're they're using times where you know maybe you did make a mistake or maybe you didn't see it clear or maybe you did, but they made you feel like you were wrong. And now they use, they made you feel wrong so they can use it against you. They're emotionally abusing you. How's it going so far? In the midst of that toxic relationship you might be dealing with, whether it's your parent, spouse, coworker, family member, whoever it may be. Is this podcast filling you up with strength and encouragement to face it with a healthier outlook? Do you want to show your support? If so, I just wanted to stop for a moment and remind you that you can support this free podcast when you order from my shop, send a gift, or become a monthly patron. Your support not only helps you, but others, including myself. 
So if you find value in my content and it helps you grow, please consider showing your support. Find the links in the episode description. Thanks so much for your consideration. Now back to the episode. Another example, they degrade you by doing things like putting on a show in front of other people to talk about how, uh, you know, immature you are or how stupid you are or how, uh, bad of a a mother or father or parent you are. Um, and, and I'm not talking about you actually are, I'm talking about they're degrading you to make it look that way so that they can look better and degrading you. They want people to, they want to destroy your image. They want to reduce you. They want to humiliate you in front of people. And so they'll do that until they diminish you into nothing to where you can't figure out who you are outside of their definition and description of you. They're emotionally abusing you. And again, this is not all inclusive and an emotionally emotional abuser may do some or all of these things, okay? Or just one, it's still abuse, emotional abuse if it's a pattern. Um, another example is they isolate you so there's no one to help or affirm you in a way that would keep you healthy enough to hold them accountable. So they gotta keep you with unhealthy people who allow, condone, cover up the abuse. Anybody who starts to speak up or starts to support or encourage you to speak up, to hold them accountable, all of a sudden something's wrong with them and they gotta get you away from them and they go, they go to great lengths to do it. They're emotionally abusing you. Again, this emotional abuse is often taken way too lightly considering how very destructive it is. And let's examine just how destructive it is. Ask yourself this question. Why isn't crushing someone's spirit and twisting their perception into a warped reality, not seeing the way beating a person to a pulp and nearly fatally attacking them is seen. Both are incredibly damaging, but only one gets the validation stamp as certified abuse in most people's mind. But C-Rock or Ecclesiasticus, in the Sefer version, chapter 30, 23 says, love your own soul. So right there, before we even go on, this idea that self-care is selfish or unbiblical is false because the soul, which refers to the life or will of a person is important because this, this verse of scripture is, say, is starting off saying, love your own soul. And it continues, and comfort your heart. Heart means your inner man, where the mind and the thinking and the understand happens. That's what? Your emotions. It continues on. Remove sorrow far from you. Sorrow means grief, being provoked, soreness, vexation. 
And vexation means to be distressed, an object of terror, being crushed, oppressed. It says, remove that far from you. It continues on. For sorrow has killed many and there is no profit therein. How, what do you mean killed many? How, you know, see, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about all the people that attempt suicide. We don't talk about all the murder that ends up from people snapping from being emotionally abused. And then there's a murder. We don't talk about people who are walking zombies emotionally. They've lost who they are. We don't talk about the people who have been so emotionally damaged and abused that they were on their way to Yah and now they're on their way to hell with Hashatan because they no longer believe because of someone who supposedly was supposed to love them like Yah was abusing them and nobody stood up. So then why would I believe and trust a Yah who allows and condones that and tells me to submit to that? Do you know how many people are losing their own soul over this? For sorrow has killed many and there is no profit therein. That sorrow, grief, provoking, soreness, vexation, meaning distress, being an object of terror, being crushed, oppressed, has killed many. If not from the dis-ease, you hear that word, dis-ease. We call it in modern day disease. But it's a, it's a dis-ease that then creates a disease. These things cause, like I mentioned, suicide. Sometimes what ends up even being murder. And um, have y'all seen shows like Snapped? It's a show called Snapped. You should check it out. You, you, you'll see a little bit of what I'm talking about. But see, these types of abuses and the effects are not highlighted as much. They're not talked about as much. You know, you really only hear about when somebody ends up dead or murder or physic physical abuse or beat up and they showing you pictures they don't show you a lot of times what led to the ending of certain people's lives or stories or situations it's serious y'all it's serious and y'all takes it serious and that's why if you read mishlai or uh Proverbs is the uh, the English word for it. Chapter 6, verse 16 through 19 of the Sefer version. You'll see Yah hates a person that would cause those things to happen in a person that I've mentioned so far. It says in verse 6, these six things Yahuwah hates. Yeah, seven are an abomination unto him an Obama nation an Obama nation mean an outrage a disgrace a scandal an atrocity a horror a hatred a loathing an abomination unto him who the person that did it to Yah to Yah so even though people don't take this as seriously oh Yah takes it very seriously and people are going to be held accountable for emotionally abusing people for abusing people in any way but in this episode we're talking about emotional abuse 
But it applies to the other abuses we've already talked about. It says, yes, seven on abomination to him. A proud look. How arrogant and prideful an, emo- an emotional abuser is to gaslight you. Only someone with an arrogant and pride, uh, prideful heart can gaslight you. So the first on that list is a proud look. They, they think they're higher than you to be able to do something like that to you. A lying tongue. How deceitful an emotional abuser is to constantly twist the truth in order to manipulate and control you, the people around the circumstance and the circumstance. And hands that shed innocent blood. Some emotional abusers even graduate to physical and sexual abuse. And you might be like, why are you adding uh, sexual abuse? Some people, there's some bloodshed because it's rapes going on in marriage, within marriage. They don't want to have sex and they're raped. They're raped anyway. A heart that devises wicked imaginations. How evil an emotional abuser is whose heart actually plots on ways to overpower you in order to achieve some selfish desire a heart that devises wicked imaginations next on y'all's list feet that be swift in running to mischief how quick an emotional abuser is to entangle themselves in sin and make you feel crazy for bringing it up a false witness that speaks lies how corrupt an emotional abuser is when they tell everyone a fabricated narrative in order to maintain an an appearance of innocence, a false witness that speaks lies. And last on that list, and he that sows discord among brethren. How divisive an emotional abuser is to make sure no one ever finds out who and how abusive they really are. And they will plot seeds all around to divide people up and confuse people so that no one finds out. It's disgusting. And I know firsthand personally and vicariously that religious tradition has left many people feeling even more hopeless because of a dismissive attitude towards those whose abuse is not physical and quote, only emotional. But Mishlai, which is Proverbs 17, 15 in, this, in the Sefer version says, he that justifies the wicked and he that condemns the just, even they both are abomination to Yahuwah. So we talked about that list. If you on that list, you an abomination to Yah. You're also an abomination if you justify the wicked, both of you and the person that condemns the just. So whoever justifies an abuser and condemns the abused for speaking up about it by making statements like, be more loving, get over it. Can't we just move on even though I ain't repentant? Forgive, just submit. Those statements are an abomination 
just like the word says. I didn't say it. The word says it. The word said, again, in Mishlai, Proverbs 17, 15, he that justifies the wicked, the wicked is being justified. And he that condemns the just, the just is being condemned. They are both an abomination to Yah. To condemn an emotionally abused person or any other abuse and justify their abuser is to dismiss abuse, which leads to silencing. And that in turn empowers an abuser. The demon within, the demonic forces and spirits and dark powers that Yah does not like. It empowers that in an abuser. To puff up on the fact, and Yah hates pride, to puff up on the fact that their victim won't be validated. Abomination. And it's incredibly dangerous because its impact can last forever, causing someone to lose their very soul. I'm going to tell you a story of a girl that I knew who uh, was married to someone who was emotionally abusing her. And people kept telling her to submit, you know, submit, love harder, try harder. I mean, this guy put her through so many things involving other women, involving um, money problems, um, just everything you can imagine. She never told me that he physically hit her but I mean it was so bad he, he probably ended up doing that and she just didn't say anything but the emotional abuse was enough fast forward she gets some nerve up to leave him she leaves him he's unrepentant he just he unrepentant don't even think he did anything wrong but he was the one who introduced her to Yah. He was the one who, you know, she was into some other worshiping of different spirits and she comes into the knowledge of Yah through him, even though he perverted that understanding and that knowledge, which is why I be telling y'all, it ain't enough for somebody to just know Yah. They have to be full of him and, and, and his fruit the spirit of him in their lives is too many people. The devil knows Yah. He knows them. So that's not enough. And I talked about, and I think episode four, how the enemy is so good at deceiving people because he uses the truth to do it. So it's just not enough to know Yah. But anyway, um, she comes to know Yah through, um, him. So when she finally leaves him, she's now questioning why she ever believed in someone, some higher power that would allow what happened to her to happen to her. The abuse at his hands, the emotional abuse at his hands, the emotional torture at his hands. How could the same Yah who this abuser introduced her to be worthy of continuing to praise when this is what this relationship ended up being. And then she started to go down a different direction and worshiping those 
other spirits and stuff again. And she kind of always struggled with that because the reflection of y'all wasn't in him. And so how do I really, how can I really take this seriously? Now, again, we are not responsible for other people um, in their choice to believe y'all or not. But y'all will hold us accountable to what we contributed to a person walking away from him. That you don't just get off scot-free over that. And so there's blood on your hands when you do stuff like that to people. I don't know whatever happened to her, but I know last I knew she was heading down um, a path of losing her soul. And it was a product of emotional abuse. So I believe she's still suffering that and may even be on the way to hell over it. That impact from his emotional abuse, much more long lasting than any physical thing he could have ever did to her. Trauma in childhood is so common. We often don't realize it's the very thing destroying who we are as adults. To move past it, we have to go back to where it began. It came to pass, book one in the beginning. Visit itcametopass.com for more information. That's it came the number two pass.com. I did a poll on YouTube asking you all about that actually, which abuse is more long lasting, emotional or physical. So check out the poll answer on my YouTube community tab to city results and know that it's true. Emotional abuse is generally more long lasting. Now, I know there's some cases where, you know, say somebody doesn't know y'all and they get killed, physically abused, and they end up dead. And they didn't they didn't know y'all, okay, eternal death. There are some cases like that, but there are way more cases of people never being killed physically, but emotional abuse leading them to the loss of their soul and ending up in eternal damnation. Playing with someone's mind, heart, and will. Again, that's the soul from that Sea Rock scripture. Playing with someone's mind, heart, and will like that can be so much more traumatizing than a lot of physical abuses can be. Because there's a Band-Aid and medicine and gauze and ice for a wound or a bruise to the body. But these physical resources don't necessarily exist in the same way to fix mental destruction and damage. The constant psychological war, which also includes daily many battles on top of the war caused by an emotional abuser. I liken it to witchcraft because they almost curse your psyche with their words and actions to leave you trapped in a world of emotional terror and then dare you to talk about it to anyone. Often when you do, because this emotional abuse is unseen, you can't always prove it as easily as a flesh wound, which can make the oppression feel even more 
defeating and extremely, incredibly exhausting. But if Yah doesn't minimize emotional abuse simply because it's not as evident to the outside world as physical abuse, we shouldn't either. The effects of emotional abuse are very real, insulting to your humanity and literally breaks your heart. Literally, which is why C-Rock says to move it far from you. That means put some distance, set some boundaries, create some space, draw a line, make some room. Separation, separation. Sometimes the only way to save your soul is to separate from an unrepentant person that keeps abusing you. Otherwise, it leads to sickness within first and eventually physically. You may feel anxiety and tremble. You may feel fatigued with depression. You may have brain fog and lack of concentration, even become mentally unstable all over this intangible attack on you that nobody can physically see. And it can, like C-Rock says, actually kill you long-term. And in some cases, eternally, if you end up turning away from Yah over it, like the example I mentioned earlier. Listen, I believe you can get free and stay free from toxic. You're talking to a living witness. You're talking to a living witness who got free and works diligently to stay free from toxic. So as we close out this series on abuse, I want you to know that keeping silent, accepting abusive treatment is not love or submission like people so carelessly claim. Keeping silent, accepting abusive treatment is actually enabling abuse, which only empowers the abuser to luxuriously dwell in unrepentance. Do you know of another being that dwells luxuriously in unrepentance, the devil. And you think Yah wants you to love and submit to that. Ask Yah to show you the way out of the abuse. What boundaries you need to set to guide you to someone who can support you through it if you feel like you need help. To lead you in the path of his righteousness and love so you can tell them the truth. And Yah can hold them accountable to Ephraim, which is Hebrews 10, 26, which says in the Sefer version, for if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remains no more sacrifice for sins. Why? Because Yah's grace is not there for anyone to go on sinning. Romaim or Roman, Romans uh, in English 6.15 says, what then 
Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? Yah forbid. The King James Version says, Yah forbid. Well, I think it says God forbid, but Yah forbid. Yah forbid that anyone claim grace just so they can keep sinning against you with their abuse. Yah forbid. We already talked about how that is an abomination mentioned in Mishlai or Proverbs 17, 15 of the separate version. He that justifies the wicked and he that condemns the just, even they both are an abomination to Yahuwah. Yah forbid. So you are not wrong for telling the truth to them or about them. Sin should be exposed, especially if they are unrepentant. Yah forbid. You are not wrong for telling the truth to them or about them to someone who can support you out of the abuse. Proverbs 20, Proverbs 27, 12 says that the prudent sees danger. They don't ignore it. They see it. And what do they do? Submit to it. Love deeper. Forgive harder. No. Hides himself. But the simple go on and suffer for it. Go read it. Proverbs 20, Proverbs 27, 12. You do not have to silently suffer the abuse anymore. And it is my sincere hope that today will be the last day you do. Because after all, what kind of love abuses you? Remember, Love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. I'm Zara Hairston, sending you the comfort of truth. Do you need more individualized support to identify, overcome, and prevent toxic attachments? Your need and my expertise might just be a match. Go to ZaraHairston.com slash coach me to find out. Yeah, bless. Thanks for enjoying this podcast. 